Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. I just want to say, just because there's a mic in front of you, don't mean you have to say something. Leave it right. <laughs> you fucking wild, man. Hey, man, first of all, let's just get this out real quick, man. want to thank everybody who tuned into the last episode, man. Really appreciate that, man. All the plays and everything. Man, for real, we're very thankful for that. Yo, we, we had a plan going into that. We did not know if the plan would work, but yo. Most listens to any podcast I've done. Ridiculous. For real, though, man. Yeah, the plan worked out. It worked out to a fucking T, man. I appreciate that. I appreciate it. You know, I appreciate the boys mentioning it on their show. I appreciate John Cena mentioning it on his show, man. That was fucking dope. I couldn't fucking believe that shit. You know, if no one heard, especially the people on Twitter that keep tweeting, you're, uh, yeah, you guys do your podcast for your eight listeners. They mentioned that podcast on a radio show in Tampa, Florida, 1025 The Bone on Drew Garabo. They brought it up. I, I called in for another topic and uh, and John sent and just like kind of like mashed it in there. It fit perfect. Uh, Tito even heard it when I was on. I was blown away, man. I couldn't believe they brought it up. That was dope. Oh, man. I couldn't it. I'm Man, I can't thank them enough for doing that stuff, bro. That was awesome. Yeah, it was funny how he laid it out. Like, we were talking about like makeup, make make believe movies and, and John Seddon's like, well, I got a I gotta make believe movie that I want you to star in, Everett. It's like when a, a, ra- when a, a radio fan tries to take over a whole damn show and take it out. Take all the fans out. Take everybody out. He laid it out way better, but it was smooth as fuck. Boy, he leads a rebellion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I started laughing, man. That was awesome, man. I appreciate that, man, for doing that, man. That was dope. That was really dope for him, man. <laughs> and, and I also want to prove like that that I don't hate the show, and to the point that that was my opportunity right there on another show. I could have, I could have went in and started crapping on the sh- other show. I let it rest right there. Uh, you know, I just hope things do change we were we were serious about some of the stuff that we said on there and other stuff you know when we were saying billy's too old he needs to like we know billy can do it we were just taking shots because we know people would talk about it and we get those listens yeah we're just trying to trigger people man it's cool everything's cool now you know i appreciate them mentioning it on the show like i said i appreciate the other show mentioning it johnson and that was dope that was awesome man you know it's nothing but love for both shows you know what i mean i'm just glad that we're getting mentioned you know yo i do uh i do want to give a shout out yesterday would have been nipsey hustle's 35th birthday uh all right so what you got man all right, so uh, first topic, I think it was about two weeks ago, uh, a flight coming out of India, I think they were on the runway, came off the runway, and it crashed. Now, 18 people died, but if you see the video of this thing, it was basically, it looked like it was cut in half. It looked like there should have been way more people dead. Yeah, you, did you see that story at all? Nah, man, I didn't get to catch that right there, but uh, what I did, I did some research on it, man, and uh, I didn't see the video, but I saw the five days after the accident that Aircraft Accident Investigation Bureau appointed a captain and the investigator in charge and 
four other section of the ex aviation experts believe that the truth ain't never gonna come out on what happened on that, bro. Nobody knows what's <laughs> gonna happen and why they crashed. Wait, wait, you wanna know what I'm mostly confused about this story? What's that? I'm, I'm, I'm confused why why you know way more about the story that I brought to the damn podcast. I don't know any of what you're saying right now. <laughs> Well, first of all, I don't just watch the video and then get all the information off that. I actually clicked on the damn clickbait. <laughs> and Man, I'm just reading, watching bro. the video. <laughs> I feel you. I can tell. That's why he has some very lacking in details. <laughs> but this is the <laughs> investigation after the crash, bro. So nobody knows what happened or why they died, but Man, a bunch of people died. 18 people died, including the, both pilots. They were both killed in that horrific accident. And man, the truth ain't just going to come. Were they drunk? What happened? I'm not going to lie, bro. I ain't never flown a plane in my life because of incidents like this. Scared the bejesus out of me, bro. Yo, I'm going to be honest with you. The only reason why I told that story is so we can talk about whether or not we like flying on flights. But I'm glad you brought some actually knowledge into this game. <laughs> you made it sound like we were a little bit professional today. Hell yeah, man. But like I said, bro, I ain't never flown on a plane. You braver than me. You do it all the time. You come down to Texas on a plane. And I've heard, too, when you're on them littler planes, they get a lot more turbulence. Is that true? Number one, you will not catch my ass on one of those small planes. I don't care if my life depends on it. Like, let's say we're on an island. And they're like, look, we got this little crop plane. We can get you off the island or the whole island's going to burn down. Well, I'll be like, I'm going to go in the water while the, the island's burning. And once it stops burning, I'm going to come back to the island because I'm not getting on your death trap, okay? <laughs> Was it like a flying aluminum can? What the fuck? <laughs> Dude, the turbulence on those things, like, it sound, this sounds kind of stupid, but after 9-11 is when I stopped wanting to fly on planes, and it's not because I thought, you know, it's going to happen when I get on a plane, but something triggered me after that, and after that, before that, I was, I did not care. I'd get on a plane, fly, after that. Any kind of turbulence, I'm, I don't know, man, I start getting super anxiety kicking in and all that. Got to get some drinks on. Uh, like I said, I would never go on a crop plane, though. How many drinks do they give you on the plane, bro? Is it unlimited or what? Uh, I'm sure there's an actual rule on how many, and it also depends on who you get. Because me and my boy Nate once went on a plane, and I swear, she must have gave us like 10 of those airplane bottles each. Like, we were wasted when we got off that plane. Yeah, damn. Hell yeah. It sounds like y'all got your drink on for real. <laughs> I've always wondered that though. Can you just sit there and like get loaded like a motherfucker or no? Nah? It all it all depends, I think, on the, the stewardess and how you're acting. If you ain't acting a fool, I, they'll probably keep serving you. Oh, okay. So you can't get in there and just be all drunk as shit and all crazy than a motherfucker talking crazy. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I feel that though, yeah. But I mean, I would have to get drunk though, man, because I don't think I'd be able to stand turbulence, even a little bit of turbulence. I think that would scare the shit out of me. Yeah, I got, I got like a, a little satire story for you right there. But uh, you, you ever get on a plane after you ate some edibles that you had enough for two different people? I'll tell you what, the first hour and a half on that plane. You swear you're hearing every bolt fall off. You're looking at the people next to you and you're like, like, you don't say this, but in your head, you're like, you don't hear the parts falling off the plane right now? <laughs> Anxiety at maximum, bro. Hell yeah. Oh, dude, any kind of like turbulence, you like grab both handles of the things you think you're about to drop out of the sky any moment. Oh, hell no, bro. I could, man, I could just imagine. And he ain't got no parachute, bro, so you don't have that luxury. Yeah, but the key is, though, I tell everybody if a plane's going down, let's go by the, by the door of the plane. And right before it's about to hit, you got to jump up in the air out of the plane and you should land, you know, just tucked up and roll or something. 
Oh, so you trying to get to that emergency door? You're going to be the one in charge of it? Yeah, yeah. And like I said, you got to wait till you're almost about to crash. Then you jump up and it's not that far of a land. <laughs> <laughs> I see that on cartoons happen all the time, okay? You've been watching too much Mission Impossible, bro. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Tom Cruise can do anything. <laughs> it's because he's oh. short. He makes gives you the confidence to do shit like that. <laughs> Hell yeah, shell. We short and lighter, so we can jump out. You know, if you, you kind of heavy, you try to jump out, it's gonna hurt. <laughs> That's fucked up. That's fucked up. <laughs> but yeah, man, that shit. Holy fuck! I couldn't. Man, fuck that, dude. I, I don't think I could have. I don't think I could have the trust in you, man, in the fucking emergency door. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think it matters because I don't even think that door is opening when you're going down that damn fast. The, the vacuum seal and everything. Hell yeah, with that fucking wind coming through all fast, nah, fuck no, and the suction, hell. But even if you do, ain't, I seen that shit when they open the door in the movies, that fucking shit sucks you right the fuck out. Yeah, I tell you what, if we are going down, I'm like, I'm like jumping up, like, yo, I gotta have mile high club sex, like, we need to go right now, we about to die. You got a 50-50 chance of meeting Elvis, bro. <laughs> Whether <laughs> yeah. you jump out halfway, or jump out right there, or just crash with it, fuck it, you got a 50-50 chance. <laughs> Yeah, I, I say I say it's more like you got a five percent chance. I feel you on that, babe. But you know what, dude? You know, speaking of that, I'm gonna just bring it to you right now. The anxiety of flying, there's anxiety of fucking traffic too. You know what I mean? Even sitting in your fucking car, it, it seems like it's actually worse now. Like before this whole quarantine started, it seems like people are, woo, man, people are on edge on the road. Dude, road rage ain't a joke, bro. And that's my biggest fear, bro. My biggest fear is being in rush hour traffic and your fucking car stalling out. Oh, man. Yo, we, we got a bridge over here. It goes from Bradenton to Palmetto. And it's uh, two lanes going each way. And there's a good amount of times people stall out right on the middle of that damn thing. And that's got to be stress on a Dude, bridge. I'm telling you, bro. Stalling in traffic ain't no joke. I've seen it. You know, it's happened to me a couple of times, but I've been lucky enough to, you know, be able to just push my shit to the side of the road and get the fuck out of everybody's way. But if you can't, you stuck in that fucking middle lane, everybody's pissed off at you, bro. <laughs> Yo, let me ask you a question. If you were going to be stuck in traffic and you can have any two things in your car, what would they be? If I was going to be stuck in traffic, I would like to have another fucking car. <laughs> Dude, this ain't a boat. You don't got a little dinghy boat behind you and stuff. Like... I bust out a scooter and just bolt off, bro. Fuck that shit. I mean, it would make a little bit of sense if you said like a bicycle folded up in your trunk or something. Now I'd be with you. But you're talking about a car or a scooter. All right, I'm going to feel you on this. Uh, two things I would like to have. I would like to have an extra battery and an extra fucking alternator. <laughs> Dude, man, see, you're looking at this wrong, okay? If I'm stuck, I'm hoping I got me uh, maybe a 12-pack of Trulies in the car and maybe some kind of snack that I plan on consuming all this when I got home, but it just so happens that my phone's telling me I'm going to be here for two hours, so I'm going to get my drink on, and then after I get, you know, I can pull off to the side once the traffic moves, get an Uber home so I'm safe. You know... I feel you on that, but most of the time, like, if you do have something happen to you in traffic, it's most like a flat tire. That's not too bad because you can just pull over to the side, you know what I mean? But if you don't and you have, like, your alternator fail or your fucking radiator hose is cracked, you're fucked, bro. You can't do nothing. You might be able to go for, like, another 10 miles, but sooner or later, your goddamn engine's going to overheat. And then if you're stuck in the middle of fucking rush hour traffic, you know how defeated you're going to feel because you're going to have to call a tow truck. 
You got to sit there. Everybody going to be fucking honking at you. You're going to be sweating like a bitch. And then you're going to have that one dude who's going to stay with you who's weird as fuck. And be like, I'm just going to stay till the tow truck picks you up, man. <laughs> yo, the, yo, the question is, would that situation be worse before work or after work? Oh, dude, I think it'd be worse before work because people are going to be pissed off trying to get to work. And you making them late? God damn, you hurting their money. See, I, I think it'd be be it'd be worse after work because before work, guess what? You got a legit excuse why you don't have to go to work that day. You can just chill right there. Oh, look at, but if you just that. worked all day and had a shitty day at work and now this happens, like you probably going to get into a fight with somebody. All right, yeah, I changed my answer. I changed my answer. After work, fuck that. Yeah, after work, hey, fuck that. And don't don't th- don't think I'm just gonna let you skate past the point. Uh, in case you guys are wondering why Tito said it wouldn't be that bad if you have a flat tire on the side of the road, because the last time they did have a flat tire on the side of the road, his wife changed the tire while Tito was sitting in the damn car playing on his damn phone, coming up with topics for a podcast or three. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> hey, don't hate me because my wife want to change the tire for me, man. She treat me like a king, bro. I'm a king. You know what I mean? Yeah, you might be a king or you might, I don't know, you might be really mean and I don't even see that side of you. Like, Get up there and change that tire. <laughs> she got to learn sometime, bro. I mean, what happens if she by herself? She going to have to change it by herself. <laughs> hey, man, you got you to do that uh, army discipline, man. It shapes people up real quick. You terrible fool. That never happened to my wife. She ain't never changed a tire. <laughs> but she does know how, bro. She does know how. She ain't no fucking, you know, she ain't no fucking weak ass motherfucker. She can do that shit. She can spin that fucking tire iron like nothing. But I wouldn't make her if I was in the fucking car. What's wrong with you, bro? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, if you did, you'd have to get video of it, though. No shit, man. Yo, but imagine that. The people are going to be videoing you because you're fucking stalled out during rush hour. They're trying to get home. They're pissed off, bro. God damn, fuck that. Dude, I would love to see someone cut caught a video of this situation going down with your wife changing the tire and you sitting in the car just playing on your phone. Oh, no, bro. I think my wife would throw the goddamn tire iron at my ass. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she would. She your bitch your ass, ass out. <laughs> get your bitch ass out and change that motherfucking tire right now. <laughs> Yeah, oh, man. man. Fuck that, though, man. That's my biggest fear, dude. Especially on a busy-ass highway, whether you're in, you know, big city, man. Fuck, dude. Everybody's... You will end up getting into a fight. I guarantee it, man. Shit's gonna be pissing you off, man. Fuck that. Yeah, I got really good with... uh I don't get too mad anymore with the road rage. I used to get bad, but now I understand. And, you know, shit can go down, escalate real fast. So if somebody cut me off, they flick me off, I'm like, man, whatever, man. That cutting off shit, sometimes it don't bother me, but sometimes that shit, man, that shit really bothers the fuck out of me, bro. Like, oh, especially, I don't know, man. Like, when it's a younger person, too, that makes me mad. It's like, you supposed to know better, man. Come on now. If it's an old dude, they don't care, bro. They just drive. They don't even use their blankets. I don't even think they use their mirrors. <laughs> I, th- I think you're wrong on a young person thing, though, because, man, they the young people grew up with technology. They're so used to not paying attention to stuff, so, and nobody's paying attention to the biggest thing I hate on the road is when I'm at a red light and I'm, I'm the first one at the red light. It turns green and I've been playing on my phone and I didn't go. But then the person behind me is playing on their phone. So they're not blowing their horn. And I get mad at them because they're not paying attention that I'm not paying attention. Dude, and if they honk, you kind of feel like they said, fuck you. Like, oh, every man, time somebody honks, you always feel like somebody told you, fuck you. <laughs> Yo, I, I, I almost want to say the government set that up way back in the day for the horns to be aggressive like that. Just to get us to be, you know, rile up every once in a while. They can come into action and settle us down. 
No shit, man. Yo, I feel that though. The fucking horns are offensive as fuck sometimes. But sometimes you can get a little horn like, hey, hurry up, man. Go, BB, hurry up, motherfucker. <laughs> hey, yo, how come they haven't made it so your horns can play music? Like whatever music you want. Oh, you, you want a ringtone for your horn. You want a ringtone exactly. for your horn. <laughs> yo, for real, man. If somebody played your favorite song when you didn't go, you'd be like, no problem, man. I got you. Dude, some of these trucks around here, they're all fucking big and dualied out and shit, all lifted. They got them train horns on them motherfuckers, Ooh, bro. Nah, dude. Those things, those, those will get you in a fight. You get shot with one of those damn things. Oh, dude. We was, we was going to an academy the other day, and uh, there was an old couple coming out, and the guy had a train horn. He was like, way the fuck over yonder. But that shit was so loud, it scared the fuck out of them. You know what I mean? They were fucking pissed off. Dude, uh, the morning show over here, Mike Calta, they have uh, one or two of the train horns underneath the tables, and he'll get guests sometimes, dude. And man, they just, they jump. Dude, that shit's, dude, I'm not gonna lie, that's an offensive-ass fucking horn. If it's not on a train, that's an offensive-ass fucking horn right there, bro. Dude, the best part is, like, he'll get them, and, like, they'll all laugh about it, and they always, like... Where did that come from? He's like, under the table, look. And they always look, and he gets them again, too, and they look. Let me look and shit my pants again real quick. Fuck, fuck that. (laughs) Your pants the first time, piss them the second time. Yeah, nah, hell no, bro. That traffic getting stalled out, man, fuck that. That's a bitch. Road rage, oof, it just don't mix with that, bro. It just don't mix, man. Yo, 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 let's let's cool this conversation down a little bit. And uh, you remember back when you were younger... And, you, you know, you may be in the house or you in the, the front yard and all of a sudden you hear that Ice Cream Man song playing coming your way. Well, what'd that make you think back in the day? Oh, dude, that made me think I need to run and go grab a dollar or dollar fifty or something. I need that goddamn uh, blast. Damn, that rainbow blast. You know which one I'm talking about? It looks like a rock. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that one, bro. That, man, that's the shit. Now they got like sour ones and cherry ones. And oh, man, dude, that was my favorite shit right there. Oh, well. Did you did you like now in New York we had two different kind of ice cream trucks we had the uh, we had the Mister Softy and it was basically like soft soft ice cream and he might have had a few little things but the main thing was that soft ice cream and the cone and then we had the regular ice cream man now he had everything you're talking about the wrestling pops thing with the gum nose yeah bro see that's what I was on I was on them character ones I just point at the picture and be like yo I need two of those right there. <laughs> So did you have both of the different ice cream trucks or no over there? No, no, no. I ain't never seen the other one. Uh, what we had was snow cone trucks, and then we had the other one was ice cream truck. It's too hot for ice cream around here, bro. Got to get that snow oh, cone. yeah. You know what I, I mean? I see that. He can't even have that, that big opening where you talk to him. It's, he's got to have, like, just a little hand. He can come out because it's too damn hot. Yeah, bro, because it's fucking hot as fuck. Yeah, no, we had the snow cone truck, and then we had the ice cream truck. Ice cream truck always had the chips and snacks and shit. Snow cone truck just had straight snow cones. So when you heard that sound when you're a kid, it would it would it make you it put you in a good mood. It would like man, you get oh, excited, hell yeah, dude. If you're a kid, that shit, man, you hear that shit miles away, and you perk up, be looking. He's coming. He's coming. <laughs> hey, what if I told you there's a, there's a slight chance you you might be racist because you were what? getting happy because of that song. The song is a trigger. I don't know, not so much of a trigger, but uh, all right. So I seen this story. The the original ice cream song that that gets played. It was, uh, it was originally, it was called, uh, Turkeys in a Straw, or something like that. Now, the song was about animals. And this dude, uh, Harry C. Brown, he took the, like, me- melody and changed up the words. And he actually changed it to N words love watermelon. 
And that was the name of the actual song. That's very disrespectful. God damn. Why you do that to my childhood? <laughs> Bro. So somehow it got ended up this this the melody from that song, the the new one got picked up in ice cream shops for some damn reason. All of a sudden it just became a thing, got transferred over to the ice ice cream trucks. Turns out though that I think it was the good humor reached out to the RZA and he redid the song, uh, at least the melody, and you know, he took the stuff out, but my whole theory is on, you know, there's been movies, there's been songs, whatever there is from back in the day, cartoons that had racist stuff that we realized, hey, wait, that was definitely a racist thing that somebody slid in there. And what I see is it's basically like a troll online 2020. That's what they were back then. That was their ways. They didn't have the Internet. They didn't have social media. That was their ways to troll people by sliding this kind of stuff into stuff that's that got into mainstream. I mean, you can't deny that. It's like trolls are always around. That was an old head troll. Them old heads were sneaking cartoons in, dumbass shit like that, putting it in the comics and putting it in the fucking newspapers and shit. I feel what you're saying, man. They just want to <laughs> be trolls. That was their way. There was no Twitter back then. Nope. They like the OGs of trolling. I feel you, man. That's fucking, that's crazy, though. But the Riz is going to come out with a new beat? Yeah, it's pretty dope. Uh, maybe maybe look it up, put it on here. It's it, it's, 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 it's cool. It's catchy. Yo, you know what's funny is... You know what's funny as hell, though? I thought about this. I was like, what if the RZA slid in some, like, racist stuff? Like, some white racist? That shit would be funny as hell. He's like, I trolled you guys right back. I got you, good humor. <laughs> you stupid. <laughs> you stupid as hell, <laughs> Man, that shit be funny. You stupid. I would be mad at it. You stupid as hell. Nah, what the RZA need to do is he need to get ODB on the beat and have him fucking rapping to that shit. I know there's some goddamn secret vault fucking shit of ODB saying some crazy shit. Cause I love ODB, man. He always had that wild shit. Man, at first I was like, uh, you're being more offensive than me. You bringing up ODB needs to rap on the damn thing. Like, <laughs> nah, for real, man. You know, come on, man. Who don't love ODB? ODB was the shit, bro. Yo, we were, we were literally talking about this at work the other day. We were listening to some old school hip-hop how ODB was a rapper. And he was still collecting food stamps. Now, that was, that was dope. Fun. That was dope on MTV, bro, man. He pulled crazy stunts like that. Yeah, but he, he, he wasn't like, you know, a rapper nowadays trying to pretend to be something. He was just that person. And, he, you know, he, he started rapping. That was just him, bro. That was just him. It's just the style. ODB. Uh, hell yeah, bro. Yo, that whole Wu-Tang Clan, though, man. Met the man. All them fools, bro. Capadonna, Ghostface Killer. All them fools. Love all them fools. Yeah, I was about to say, don't start don't start naming all of them. This podcast will be about three hours long. Hell yeah, boy. Tune into the 36 people. Chambers. That's why. <laughs> Turn into the 36 Chambers times 36 by now. How many people are in that damn thing? Dude, I lost count, bro. Everybody's in the Wu-Tang Clan. <laughs> but one thing is, did, did Master P use that in his Ice Cream Man song? I don't remember. Hey, man, well, check this out, bro. You know, The Rock bought the XFL, man. Oh. Oh, good yo. He's, he's like my shining angel. You know how much I loved the XFL last year. Or this year? Was it this year? It was this year. It got canceled because of Corona. Yo, everything's so confusing. I don't know what year, what day it is, what podcast I'm actually doing right now. <laughs> you stupid fool. Yeah, bro. The Rock and some other people, actually a company and The Rock, bought the XFL for $15 million. But now check this out. What he wants to do with it is he wants to create like, a, you know, a hard knocks, you know, that type of feel with it. To where there's like a reality show, whether you make the team or not, and they get real in depth with the players and stuff. And I think they're even thinking about spinning it off on his baller show. 
Because, you know, it's basically that show Ballers came to life. He actually bought the team and all that stuff. And then now, it's, you know, it's true life. You know what I mean? So those stories right there, man, they just got to put it on camera. I can't wait. I can't wait to see what they do with it. Bro, that's wild because I really did not hear the reality part of it. That's, that makes a lot of sense. That's going to bring more eyes to both products. Uh, I honestly think with The Rock taking – the XFL definitely did better this time than it did the last time. Things were going pretty damn good. More people were tuning in. I was loving it. Uh, with The Rock grabbing a hold of that product where it was already doing good, he's only going to make it better. And I honestly think he's going to – him and uh, NFL are going to link up more. They're going to kind of, you know, it's going to be like the minor league kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shit. Hell, you even went to a couple of games, didn't you? Dude, I went to the first two games. I was going to the third, and I honestly planned on buying season tickets for the next year because it was really cheap, and I knew I'd probably be going. It's only like six home games, I think. Damn, see? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I think that's what it was mainly for, like, for people who are, you know, just want to go to a game and not have to deal with all that bullshit, you know, because when you go to an NFL game, bro, damn, there's just tons and tons of people there. You know what I mean? And I felt like when you were there at one of them XFL games, the crowd looked a lot more like, you know, like they were having a lot more fun. They were a lot more into it. You know what I mean? Dude, 100%. The crowd was, you ever been to a WWE match? Oh, hell yeah. It's the same energy. They're, everyone, they got different weird chants going on all over the place. People are dressed up. Like it's a, it's like a college slash WWE vibe going on. See, and that's what I'm talking about, man. You get that hometown fucking feeling, you know, and everybody's into it. People are, you know, loving it. They're talking about it. That's fucking badass. Painting their faces, like you said, dressing up just for the XFL. That's fucking dope, bro. I know your team was, uh, what were they, the Vipers? Tampa Bay Vipers. You better put some respect on that name, man. Hush your mouth, boy. My team was the Dallas Renegades, the Hellraisers. Oh, man, their logo was dope. You guys were, like, t- one of the top teams, too, wasn't it? Yeah, they were up there, but uh, I think we got knocked out by, uh, damn, that one team that couldn't lose. Was it Houston? Uh, Shit might have been. I don't even remember, man. Damn, see, that's messed up. We all trying to hype up the XFL. Now we can't even remember no. what the fuck happened. <laughs> Yo, I blame this on Corona, okay? I can't remember. What the hell. I, I didn't even realize it happened this year, but my team, the Vipers, I will say, they were terrible. I think they were in last place. So I, I was kind of glad, like, Corona came around and kind of, you know, hushed that up. Yeah, man, they scrapped it in March. And uh, after five weeks of the coronavirus outbreak, yeah, so they scrapped it after five weeks into it. And Vince was done. Yeah, they, they bought it after uh, they filed for Chapter 11. They filed for Chapter 11 in April. Now the Rock's eyeing to bring it back in 2021. Oh, nice. Yeah, I mean, you figure it shouldn't take much to bring it back as long as everything calms down with this uh, virus and stuff. I mean, everything was put in place. Hell yeah, dude. You know, if they get that bubble going like the NBA did, I think they can do something. NFL's been doing it voluntarily, too. Haven't really been seeing too many people get sick. I know Ezekiel Elliott got it and a couple of other football players got it. But, you know, they ended up getting over it and they're in training camp right now. And that's fucking badass. I can't wait for the NFL season. Speaking of football, holy shit. Dude, be honest now. Do you honestly feel it's going to, we're not going to get a full year, right? It's going to get shut down eventually. I don't know, bro. If they do it right and they bubble it up and get everybody healthy, I think we can have a full season. Look, look, you can't control football players, okay? Football players are wild, and there's too many on one team to control that many people. You're just going to have people breaking the rules way too much. Not only that, bro, but uh, if you see college, I mean, college football doesn't have, like, a leader. They don't have a president. They don't have anybody. They have different people in different— Wait, uh, wait, 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 wait. I got to slow you down. You, who, who in the NFL is our leader? We don't have no leader. I know you ain't talking about Goodell. 
Well, there's there's somebody to blame, I should say. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, I, I live with that. I ain't live with no damn leader. Ain't no you know leader. what I mean? Terrible. Like, college football doesn't have nobody to blame. There's too many talking heads, you know, and there's so much confusion. Who's playing? SEC? Is the Big 12 playing? You know, it's all crazy right now, bro. There's way too much confusion. If they go that route, and if you look at what college football did, didn't organize, they don't have a leader, there's no organization, like I said, it's just chaos. You know what I mean? Every day, every tweet is different. You know what I, I, I heard a few people say that, if they if the college kids don't play and they just stand up staying home, they're around their friends, they got a better chance on catching this virus because they're going to probably just hang out more. They don't really care. But if they're actually at the college and they're getting put in some kind of a bubble, they have less of a chance of getting the virus. For real. For real, dude. You got to stay safe, man. I mean, you can't be messing around, like especially if you're an athlete and you have all that potential. Uh, one of them college kids got in trouble for trying to bring a chick into one of the goddamn hotel quarantines. I ain't mad at him. <laughs> but that's your life, bro. Like, you could have went to the hey. NFL. Now it's like, nah, hey. bro, you broke the rules. That's, that's Hey, stop name. it. You, you know how you get You know how you get when you get really, really horny, man. You ain't <laughs> thinking, right? You ain't thinking about nothing. I, I don't you. care. I got you. I got you. I feel you. I feel you. Yeah, you know, maybe he had some blue balls or something. He was hurting yeah. real bad. But still, man, I mean, you got to get that bag first. Then, you know, do your thing. First get paid. You get mad because he brings in one person. But you telling me nobody in that bubble has to go to the store, buy like a supermarket, buy something. You're around people. I mean, stop. Well, I mean, I'm wondering, too, like, they have to quarantine themselves from their family and everything. So, you know, oh, you're yeah. hurting for some kind of fucking attention. You know what I mean? Definitely. It's crazy, man. What was the two conferences that already backed out? I think it was the SEC and the Big 12. I'm not sure, bro, because it's different yeah. every day. You know, the damn news changes. They might try to do something. They might not. It might happen with, like, an eight-man team watch. They could also do that, too, if they really, you know, if it gets down to it, bro. Can you imagine that? Eight-man. I know there is some eight-man team football out there. I know LVE came from an eight-man team football team, so. You know, that's what, what if it turns out to be better, though, and it changes football forever? Oh, dude, but it's harder, though, you know, because if you break out on a run with an eight-man team, you can take it all the way home. Ain't nobody there to catch you. <laughs> hey, we see, hey, we love scoring, right? So more scoring? That's true. You will put a lot more points on the damn field, for sure. You're going to put way more fucking points on the field. What if we make it 50 yards instead of 100? Well, they already got that with the arena ball. You know what? I haven't heard shit about arena ball either. Wait, or did they cancel that? Damn, I need to do my research. Fuck. You know what? the funny thing is before corona started i haven't heard anything about arena football so <laughs> no shit right <laughs> i used to actually go uh the tampa bay storm this is like maybe five years ago but i used to go me and my boys used to go every once in a while and go into it they used to have a ticket you can get for 55 bucks and you can go hang out on the bottom floor where the arena is uh they give you like all you keep food you get the you get to pretty much hang out right behind where the kick in the field goes just walk around over there it was a pretty dope experience for 55 bucks I ain't never been to an arena football game, bro. It looked like it gets hyped as hell because it's half the yeah. football field. You know what I mean? Yeah, fast action. I mean, it's, it's cool. Any live sport is cool. Hell yeah. Yeah, that's the big difference of seeing it live. Like with fucking wrestling, like you were talking about earlier, it's way different being there, bro, than seeing it. Well, I don't know about now, but back in the day, it was way better when you were there. <laughs> Yeah, that, that crowd is what just makes the makes the whole experience right there. <laughs> Yo, hey, that's all I got, bro. Yeah, man, I'm done over here, too. I'm glad we knocked this out of the way on a Sunday. We need to start doing this more often. Some people go to church. We go to podcast. Smile, though your heart is aching. Smile, even though it's breaking. When there are clouds, 
in the sky You'll get by If you smile Through your fear and sorrow